The art of origami is front and center for today's GeoQuiz. Japanese artists were the first to come up with the idea of neatly folding paper into the shapes of cranes and other animals. Nowadays, origami artists all over the world are doing landscapes, spaceships. The sky's the limit, really. That's if you have some time on your hands. I may spend hours or even days developing an intricate design, working out the positions of all the folds and how those folds interact, and then again taking hours to days to actually fold the object up. So if you have a little time, help us locate the newest International Origami Museum. When it opens later this year, it will be Europe's first. It's host cities in northern Spain and was once the capital of the Kingdom of Aragon. Today, the city boasts a third millennium bridge that spans the Ebro River. Can you name the city? The answer is coming right up. This is PRI. Europe's first museum dedicated to origami will open later this year. It will be in the northern Spanish city of Zaragoza, which is the answer to our geoquiz today. It's a sign that origami is increasingly considered a serious art around the globe. So says Robert Lang, an origami master living in California. And Robert, you've been huddling these past few days at an origami conference with origami artists from all over the world. What's the buzz in origami? The buzz in origami is that the field keeps growing and expanding. Uh, complexity and realism going to new heights, new directions for constructions, things that are not just representational, like traditional, but abstract, mathematical, and everything in between. Tell us about the kind of things you're actually seeing, the shapes or ideas that are being expressed that are, that are new to you. Some of the things that we're seeing that are new are incredibly intricate geometric shapes in the genre of modular origami made from multiple sheets that are folded into units locked together. A couple of the really innovative young folders today come from Vietnam. Nguyen Hung Quang has a spectacular scorpion. Tron Trung Hu has a micro-raptor, a dinosaur uh, with feathers, and you can actually see the feathers in the folded object. Another pretty groundbreaking area of origami is a field called origami tessellations, which are repeating patterns. And we had fantastic tessellations here by one of our special guests from Germany, Ralf Conrad. Uh, these are folds where you take a single sheet of paper and fold it, creating a very intricate tiling or almost quilted pattern uh, where all of the imagery comes from the, the pattern and arrangements of folds on the surface. And these are some of the most beautiful origami objects around. And listeners, you'll be able to see many of these shapes online. I saw the piece that you have in an exhibit that's traveling around the U.S. called Bull Moose. Tell us about that piece and how you came up with that idea. The Bull Moose is it's part of an idea that I've had for a long time of wanting to do cervids, horned animals, and, and to do them recognizably so you could tell that whether it was a deer or a moose or an elk or whatever. And to design that particular moose, I used a, a technique called box pleating that actually has its roots back in the 1950s and 1960s in Swiss and American origami artists' work. It is a technique for getting very complex arrangements of points, which is what you need if you're going to create antlers, and creating those arrangements in a pretty systematic way. 
I'm curious. I know you've been on the forefront of sort of bringing the Western and Eastern aspects of, of origami together. What is the result when you bring them together? Yeah, 20, 30 years ago, there was a, uh, a Western emphasis on very complex technical shapes. And the uh, traditional Japanese origami, there was a very strong emphasis on the line and form, a more intuitive artistic approach. But I, and as well my Japanese colleagues, have uh, tried to integrate those two ideas to, to use very complex design but still pay tribute to and, and capture elegant line and form and the, the suggestive nature of origami. And this is now being done by both Western and Japanese and Chinese and Vietnamese folders. You've been doing origami for 40 years. Are you still having fun? Oh, I'm having as much or more fun than I ever did. The things I did 40 years ago were simple. And in fact, they were very much in the, in the classic mode of origami. They might have taken only 20 or 30 folding steps, could easily today be done, be folded in 10 or 15 minutes. The things I'm doing today take a lot of design. I may spend hours or even days developing an intricate design, working out the positions of all the folds and how those folds interact. And then again, taking hours to days to actually fold the object up. And Robert Lang, if one wanted to visit a place where origami is revered and where you could see a lot of origami, where would you go? A great place to see wonderful world-class origami would be the upcoming Origami Museum in Zaragoza, Spain. It'll be opening in December, and it has one of the best collections of origami in the world. Robert, we wondered if you could fold something for us, create a simple origami that our listeners can kind of watch online at theworld.org. Sure. So to make this pretty quick, I'm going to fold an existing design, and it is a flapping bird. So how do you get going? Tell us the first, first couple steps. So we fold the paper in half from corner to corner, and that, that gives us the diagonals of the square. We pinch it and pivot it, and that turns the square into a little triangle that has four flaps, two of them for wings, one for head and tail. We fold one of the wings up, and now it even starts to look like a bird. The head is a long flap, so we do what in origami is called a reverse fold. A second reverse fold puts a head and a beak on the bird, and then we have a bird. And if we hold this bird's head and pull its tail, it flaps. Wow, this may be a first, origami on the radio. And our listeners can see what you're doing at theworld.org. There's a video of you doing exactly what you're doing now. Robert Lang, thank you so much for speaking with us. It was my pleasure.